Hi, I'm Adam Larston. This is the Adam Larston Sports Podcast. Obviously, I had hoped to put out uh, a few more episodes in the time between uh, when I last spoke to you about a month and ten days ago and and today, but uh, I've not been able to get around to it. So, anyway, here I am finally for uh, for episode six, and I've got a few things to cover in this episode. Uh, I've got uh, the F1 calendar for 2021. I've got the uh, Euro 2020 uh, schedule to cover. And uh, the Atlanta Falcons after their game against the Saints uh, yesterday. I'm recording this on Monday, November 23rd. I honestly think that Atlanta's prospects for the rest of the 2020 NFL season are fairly grim they're already three and seven and they've got a very difficult schedule coming up to close out the season so we'll start with um we'll start with f1 i wanted to start with f1 for this segment because we got the schedule for formula one formula two and formula three back on november 10th and i wanted to just run through that with you first uh, the first uh, race is going to be in Australia, as per usual, on March 21st. Then we've got a race in Bahrain on March 28th. That's F1 and F2 that weekend. Then we've got a race in China on April 11th in uh, Shanghai. Then April 25th, that race is currently listed as to be announced. But there's suggestions that that was to be the... Grand Prix of Vietnam and that that is not like officially listed as what that race is because of political issues in the country. I don't really know much in the way of uh, other details apart from that that will require further investigation but that's April 25th. Um, there might be something then there might not. Then Spain, May 9th, F1 and F3. That's the first F3 race of the season. Then Monaco, F1 and F2, May 23rd. Azerbaijan, F1 and F2, June 6th. Then Canada, June 13th. Then back the other way over the Atlantic to France for June 27th. That's an F1 and F3 race. Then uh, Austria, July 4th, F1 and F3. UK, July 18th, F1 and F2. August 1st, Hungary, F1 and F3. Then we've got the usual summer break. Then F1 and F3 in Belgium on August 29th. And Holland on September 5th. Then F1 and F2 in Italy on September 12th. So that's the first of two triple headers that uh, Formula 1 has got this season. Then we've got a week off, and then we've got the second triple header. Uh, Russia on September 26th, Singapore on October 3rd, and Japan on October 10th. <laughs> Excuse me. F2 will be going with um, F1 to Russia. Then we've got the US-Mexico double header on October 24th and 31st. Then... Brazil on number November 14th, and then a new race on November 28th in uh, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. That's an F1 and F2 race. 
and then Abu Dhabi F1 and F2 on the weekend of December 5th. So there's a couple things I want to say about that schedule. First, moving Holland to September 5th, that's an interesting choice, but in another way it also makes sense because, well, Belgium and Holland are right next door to each other and the Grand Prix are a week apart, so there's that. But also, when the Dutch Grand Prix was going to be taking place in 2020, they had it as like a May 5th race. So, I, I mean, what, what, why move it? But by the same token, I also understand why they did, because Belgium's right there. So, that's one thing. Uh, the next thing, uh, bumping Singapore by a week, I think, was been interesting. I think they've been the last Sunday in September the whole time that we've we've raced there. So that that'll be a an interesting change. I'm not sure really what impact that has, but I guess we'll have to see. Uh then Saudi Arabia, the new race. Um I guess we all know in society money talks and I'd I'd hate to think that that's the only reason why they've put on this race because we all know what happened with Jamal Khashoggi in particular so um, I don't like particularly that we're going to Saudi Arabia because of the human rights argument and I think that's uh, a view that uh, Lewis Hamilton has said he uh, agrees with so um, anyway the, the, ra the race might turn out fine I mean we 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 went to Bahrain in 2011. The The race got cancelled. And then we went straight back there in 2012 and we haven't left. So maybe the situation in Saudi Arabia might be a similar thing. I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, tell me what you think about that schedule. And if there's any changes that you would make, what changes uh, would you make? I'm very interested to hear what you think. Uh, Euro 2020 next. The next thing that I wanted to talk about in this uh, podcast episode was Euro 2020-ish. Um, the UEFA European Championships is essentially... I mean, if you're familiar with the FIFA World Cup, this is basically the FIFA World Cup, but just for the Europeans, right? So... This happens every four years, the same year as the one US presidential elections and two Summer Olympics, as opposed to the World Cup, which happens in the same year as the Winter Olympics and the midterm elections. I mean, that's the easiest way to remember the timings. But um, after the Euros in 2016 in France, we were supposed to have the next ones this year. But like the Tokyo Olympics, they got postponed by 12 months due to COVID. So now we're going to have them in 2021 between the 11th of June and the 11th of July, actually. And um, here's the confusing part. They're still calling it Euro 2020, even though it's not going to happen in 2020. I guess they already printed the marketing material, eh? 
so yeah, there's that. There's um there's six groups and it's it's a it's a bit of a complicated process and I'll go into um how the the group stage in particular actually works in more detail closer to the time. But what you should know right now is that twenty four teams have qualified for the tournament out of I believe there's fifty five eligible teams. And they've been separated into six groups of four. Okay, and I'm going to run down what those groups are and, you know, who plays who and what have you and where. Because that's what another thing that's interesting uh, about this particular tournament. Because usually in these uh, European Championships tournaments, it's all in one country and it's easy. You just go from... This stadium maybe an hour from your base camp for this game, and then maybe this one's an hour. And a, this next game's an hour and a half away from your base camp, and what have you. But this one's different. It's not all in one country. It's in twelve different countries because this is supposed to mark the sixtieth um, anniversary of the European Championships. The first one was held. In 1960. So what they did as a sort of a romantic one-off event, I think they called it, was to have the tournament spread across 12 different host nations. Okay, and those host nations are Italy, Azerbaijan, Russia, Denmark, Holland, Romania, England, Scotland, Spain, Ireland, Germany, and Hungary. Some of those countries have very rich sporting history, at least we're aware of. Uh, Italy, particularly in motor racing. Um, Denmark has a bit. Holland has a bit. Uh, England certainly has. Scotland certainly has. So too Spain. Uh, so too Germany in particular. Um, Azerbaijan. Um, I mean, I mean, I only really know about Azerbaijan because of uh, the Formula One race that's in Baku. But anyway, um, what they did for this tournament is they took those 12 locations, those 12 cities, and they sort of split them up into pairs. So there's six pairs and each pair is assigned a group. So if you're in a certain group, uh, your All of your games in the group stage will be in one of two cities as opposed to one of 12. I guess that helps for logistical reasons. So, for example, Rome and Baku were paired with Group A. Uh, St. Petersburg and Copenhagen were paired with Group B. Amsterdam and Bucharest are Group C. Uh, London and Glasgow are Group D. Bilbao and Dublin were Group E. And Munich and Budapest are Group F. Okay. And uh, so, so here's which teams are in which group. Uh, Turkey, Italy, Wales and Switzerland is Group A. Denmark, Finland, Belgium and Russia is Group B. The Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria and North Macedonia is Group C. England, Croatia, Scotland and the Czech Republic, that's Group D. 
Spain, Sweden, Poland and Slovakia is Group E. And Hungary are in Group F and are probably going to finish fourth in Group F. Because the other three teams in that group are Portugal, France and Germany. Although, the last time we saw Germany in an international tournament, they did lay an egg against South Korea. So, anything can happen in these tournaments. Anyway, the first sort of group of matches will be between the 11th and the 15th of July. The second group will be between the 16th and the 19th. And the third will be between the 20th and the 23rd. Then we've got the round of 16, which is the knockout stages, the less complicated bit, uh, between the 26th and the 29th of, uh, of June. Then the quarterfinals on the 2nd and 3rd of July, the semifinals on the 6th and 7th of July, and the final on the 11th of July. And again, the group stage and how we go through the group stage and all the maths and all the ways that we get to the round of 16. I'll get into all of that in a lot more detail, much closer to the time. So you have that to look forward to. Right, the Falcons. The Falcons are 3-7 and seven so far. We were 0-5 under Dan Quinn before he and Thomas Dimitrov were... Uh, shown the door. Then we are three and two since then, which is in some ways positive, in some ways not. Uh, particularly the game against New Orleans yesterday afternoon. That was not a particularly positive day at the office. And we've got to play them again in uh, two weeks. Joy. Um, yeah, there's, um, there's six games that Atlanta has left and I honestly believe that only the game against the Chargers is winnable um yeah so so, so it's not going to be it's going to be 4 and 12 I think which is which, which is which is not good but then lots of people are, are struggling the, the, the NFC East we, it could be worse. We could be in the NFC East. Um, actually, it will be a lot better because we'd be in the playoff hunt then. But anyway, um, yeah, Las Vegas. I don't think we're going to beat Las Vegas. Um, we're going to get munched by New Orleans again, inevitably, I think. Los Angeles, I just said that was potentially a winnable game. Then we've got two games against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, one in Kansas City against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, we're, we're going 0-3 then, aren't we? Um, particularly with this, well, offensive line and... An inconsistent defence, I think. Um... I mean, we've got some good players. Uh, Gr Grady Jarrett is good. Um, Dante Fowler is good when he's playing. Um, <laughs> there's quite a few people that are good when they're playing. Uh, Keanu Neal uh, 
I, I think is reasonable. AJ Terrell could be quite good. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Demonte Casey. Uh, he's 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 a good one. Um, that there's the the thing is, all of our really good players are also really young and inexperienced and therefore inconsistent. So when the rest of your team don't have the experience that's able to help fill in whatever gaps the young bucks still have, you're not really going to go anywhere. And I think we see that just generally with the defence and also with the offensive line. Because right now, from what I can see, we've got... Alex Mack, who might be retiring soon, and not much else, to be honest, at least short term. Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGarry could well develop into good pieces. We drafted them both in the first round, for goodness sake, so they better be. It's just really frustrating. But, but then, I'm also a fan of Manchester United, so I'm used to it. Anyway, I just hope we pick up good players in the draft now. Just one more quick thing before I uh, wrap up the episode. I set up a Patreon account uh, a while ago for this podcast. And if you guys feel led to support what I do financially, please consider uh, donating uh, some funds to uh, the Patreon account. There's multiple tiers. Uh, There's potentially uh, benefits uh, for each of those tiers, which admittedly, after all this time, I still haven't uh, devised what those are going to be yet. But there will be, um, a, a, as soon as I have uh, a, a little bit more sort of time uh, when I'm not quite twiddling my thumbs so much that I can really hash out what I want that to really be. But anyway, if you feel led to uh, donate to uh, the Patreon page to financially support what I'm doing. Uh, please do. Um, er- every little uh, bit helps and it- it- it'll go a long way. I can promise you that uh, towards uh, improving the, the-, the things that uh, I'm able uh, to do uh, with the podcast and with the website. I eventually want to be able to set up a store and sell some merchandise. So... You might also be uh, helping me out with some uh, uh, raising capital for that. And then also, quite frankly, you might also be helping me with paying some of my bills. (laughs) Because eventually I want this thing to also be responsible for my salary. So, quite frankly, you would also be helping me out there. So, anyway, just wanted to let you know that uh, is there. If you feel led to contribute, please do. If not... That's fine. No problem. Thanks for listening. Okay, folks, we've uh, finally reached the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for for listening to this one. Uh, Sorry if it was a bit of a ramble in that last segment about the Patreon page. Uh, Sometimes I get a little nervous about trying to, you know, sell myself and put myself out there like this. Um, At least I'm not uh, recording this in front of an audience, right? So, anyway, um... Like I said earlier, I'll see if I can uh, record something uh, after the uh, the Bahrain Grand Prix and the Sakhir Grand Prix on uh, December 5th. 
and put that out uh, reasonably quickly so you have that to listen to and then after I graduate from college I'll have um, I'll have more time to create lots more uh, content particularly after the 13th because that's when uh, I graduate so anyway thanks again for listening to this uh, episode bit of a ramble in places not much was scripted to be honest so I guess it was destined to be a ramble then uh, anyway uh, thanks again have a wonderful day goodbye